0: This is the Career Insights Podcast, brought to you by the
1: University of Southern Queensland Careers and Employability Team.
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Career Insights, where it's all about how to develop your professional identity, engage with industry, build experience, strengthen your confidence in career planning, and become the most employable you can be. I'm Jennifer Luke career development practitioner and researcher with the University of Southern Queensland and a member of USQ's careers and employability team. Today on this episode, we are looking at creating career opportunities, entrepreneurial mindset and lifelong learning. So what does it mean to be entrepreneurial? Is it all about starting up a business? Maybe not. This episode will be looking at how to build your career with an entrepreneurial mindset and how this opens your networks. So joining us is someone well experienced in both being an entrepreneur, but also connecting with and supporting others in this as well. Welcome to USQ's Senior Project Coordinator in Entrepreneurship, Phoebe Tully. Welcome, Phoebe, to the episode.
1: Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks for having me.
0: Look, it's fantastic to have you join us today because we want to talk about entrepreneurship and you are the person I immediately thought we need to get Phoebe. So what I would really like to ask you first, before we get going on um, anything else, Mm -hmm. is could you give me a bit of an uh, overview of what your current professional focus is and what you're doing?
1: Sure. So at USQ, I look after the entrepreneurship and innovation side of careers and employability. That means I talk with students who are interested in starting their own business, or just looking for ways they can apply an entrepreneurial mindset to their careers. I personally have worked as a copywriter, a journalist, An event manager, a marketing consultant, I've worked at Channel 7 in Sydney, I've run TEDx conferences, I've helped write an interior design book, I've designed and manufactured physical products overseas, I'm developing a cheese shop concept with my partner, basically I'm the epitome of a person whose career has been guided by opportunities, I suppose just as they present themselves. I do not have a career-long plan uh, for what I want to be in 20 years time. Uh, So I'm very excited to be talking about these things today. It's very uh, near and dear to me. And
0: you know what? I sort of get the feeling that you are excited. I'm picking (laughs) up that vibe off you, but it's fantastic. And what I would probably ask you then, Phoebe, with all of that experience, and I knew coming into this episode that you had quite a lot of that experience but there was quite a few more that you added in there that I thought (laughs) I didn't know about that one when did you first understand or realize that what you were doing with your career was entrepreneurial like when did you have that light bulb moment where you went oh so that's what I'm doing
1: Mm, that's actually a really good question I was talking about this just the other day somebody was talking about you know trying to come up with phrases to describe yourself when you don't have simple job descriptions and often you do a little bit of everything Uh, and somebody said would you just use the word entrepreneur as a kind of umbrella term for what you do Mm. and I said I don't know that I would call myself an entrepreneur but I am certainly entrepreneurial Uh, so I think I've always had this undercurrent through my career of um, kind of being interested in lots and lots of different things and Uh, To be honest, at the beginning of my career, really struggling with this idea of, you know, picking the one thing that I could do. And I think a lot of people can relate to that idea of trying to make the right choice as if there's only one choice to make. Uh, And so I I did really struggle with, uh, I suppose with myself, I'd be interested in this. And then three months later, I'd be interested in something else. And I felt like I was being flaky. Uh, But I think over time, what I've actually done is build up this fairly unique skill set, uh, which I'd love to talk to you more about today about why that's important. Uh, So I don't know that I had that light bulb moment, to be honest, and I think it's um, it's just been an undercurrent through my career. And I suppose when I started this role about two years ago now, uh, using that terminology more and more about being an entrepreneur, I I did recognize that that's certainly uh, reflective of my own career.
0: No, and look, thank you, Phoebe, uh, because what you said there, and I definitely do have a lot more questions I'm going to be asking you. But when you mentioned there about, you know, even others asking you, well, do do you call yourself an entrepreneur? You know, are you being entrepreneurial? I think what I will ask you first off with that is, and I get a lot of students asking me this where they say, well, look, when you say about being an entrepreneur, I don't want to start up a small business. I don't want to go and get an ABN because that's what they associate being entrepreneurial is, Mm -hmm. is that you're going to go and start up, become a small business owner, have a startup. Have you had that said to you? And can you explain a little bit more about how maybe looking at it a little bit wider than that, that it's not just about being a small business owner or even being a small business owner?
1: Absolutely. And I think you're right. There is a lot of confusion around these words. Uh, and, and I think when you're trying to describe people, it's always a struggle to use a, just a one word to try and lump everyone together. Mm. And so I think I often use the term entrepreneurial mindset to describe the things that I'm talking about, as opposed to someone being an entrepreneur, because to me still being an entrepreneur does mean uh starting if not businesses then at least projects so that might be projects within a company um, but being an entrepreneur is somebody who has projects or businesses that they are starting mm-hmm. up um, whereas being entrepreneurial I suppose I would think of somebody who is entrepreneurial is proactive they're constantly aware of opportunities and where they can find them. Uh, they often find themselves in the right place at the right time because they're memorable to others. Uh, they're resilient when things aren't as easy as they thought they'd be. Uh, they have a broad range of knowledge, networks, uh, and all those things make them very, very employable, even if what they'd actually like to do is be their own boss or vice versa. You know, um, yeah, it, and- it's not about being employed or self-employed. It's, it doesn't actually matter.
0: No, and I... Everything you were just saying then, Phoebe, there's so much that you packed into that response, which is great because where you said about the difference between calling yourself an entrepreneur and being entrepreneurial, I think that is a, a big thing that is, is finding the difference there. Uh, but having that entrepreneurial mindset, and you mentioned there about being proactive, being you know open to opportunity, mm-hmm. being there in the right place at the right time, which means also letting people know who you are, as you were saying, you know, having that reputation is what could a student be doing right now uh, to build on that? Everything you just said then is that becoming known and it's about that whole professional identity really, which Mm -hmm. has been a theme that has been happening throughout all of our episodes this year with the podcast is that, what could a student be doing whether they're a first year or if they're a research student? Uh, So they could be a first year undergrad right through to a research student. What could be one or two things that you could suggest that maybe you could be doing to start building that awareness of who you are to others?
1: Mm, That's a great question. And I suppose right up front, I want to dispel this idea that uh, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm. (laughs) So my mindset with uh, networking and finding opportunities is that opportunities flow through people. So I think this idea of it's who you know implies some kind of nefarious nepotism that isn't always true, uh, but I do believe that 100% of opportunities flow through people. Most of the opportunities I've had in my life came about through chance conversations. I know that sounds very unactionable uh, and frustrating advice, but it's totally actionable because it is... Go and meet people. So, yeah. I am hugely introverted. Uh, I know that I need to be spending 80 to 90 percent of my time by myself or in very small groups. So, introversion is not an excuse here. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, if you're introverted, you just go about things differently. You look for smaller gatherings or niche groups uh, that like all of the you know weird things that you do. You never know who you're going to meet at your beekeeping society or your silk screen workshop or whatever it might be. So. I think there is another key here, which is don't just network within professional contexts. So that would be my other piece of advice. When you're thinking about these opportunities and where to find them, think outside the professional context. Go out there and find communities that you want to belong to. Again using myself as an example in my own career, I met someone at a book reading and two years later they offered me a job that changed my career. Um, My love of gardening has led to all sorts of clients that I've worked with who work in that industry. So I think if you're just attending, let's say, Chamber of Commerce events and handing out business cards, you're really missing out on lots of the opportunities that there are in the world.
0: Yeah, and and you know what? You can't see anyone listening, uh, but I'm nodding away at everything you were saying. And I would say what you said, Phoebe, I'm very aligned with what you're talking about there. And I think it was really great that you mentioned about uh, being an introvert. As well, because that is something uh, that we do hear from a lot of students, too, and I have mentioned it in a previous episode where it's not about, um, and I think I mentioned um, at the time, it, you don't have to pick up a wine glass and wander into cocktail hour or mingle and like you said go to a, a, a big business event and hand out business cards that terrifies a lot of people, uh, I'm definitely not on the extrovert side. I'm very mm-hmm. similar to you, but you can still make such an impact uh, by connecting. And so thank you for that. Again, you packed so much into that response, which was fantastic. But I think it was really great what you mentioned that it's not just the professional, it's all your, your hobbies as well. is that who are you connecting in with? And so thank you very much for that because that is very inspirational for students or non-students, just anyone that's wanting to connect in and get people to understand who they are. So what I would next ask, and I'm looking down my list going, right, what did we not cover in that last question? (laughs) But I think here, what I'd really want to know is that with those professional connections, when you're building your career and seeking out those opportunities, you mentioned about chance events, which definitely those happenstance opportunities where Mm -hmm. you didn't think something was coming up it wasn't expected and it could be a person or an event as you were mentioning there is that and you've even mentioned it's not what you know but who you know so you've said that what I'd probably then ask is that with that networking is what are your thoughts on existing relationships so not just the ones that you're looking for who are some people that you could think of that maybe are already in your life that maybe you haven't thought, you know, maybe there's an opportunity there to open up some opportunities.
1: Mm, I, I think with networks, one of the important things is to build it before you need it. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, I think that plays into this idea of um, using your existing networks, because you should really always, always be building a community of like-minded people around you by participating mm-hmm. in things and meeting new people and, you know, inviting somebody out for a drink just because you think they're an interesting person and there's nothing that you want out of it. It's not a transaction. Uh, it's, it's just by building this, this group of people around you uh, so that when opportunities are around, you are, you are there, you are, you are already in the action, so to, so to speak. You know, to start networking when you're desperate for a job or when you need something is, as I say, it's transactional and that's that's the sort of thing that gives networking a bad name, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the thing is with that networking, uh, it is about that relationship building, which you've mentioned a few times already. If someone was looking for a job uh, right now and they had a particular employer that they were really keen on, instead of waiting for them to potentially get a job out there on a large jobs board, what could you be doing from an entrepreneurial point of view to get the attention of that particular employer if you were like really interested and you really wanted to get involved with what they were doing
1: so some of the most fun jobs I've ever worked on have come out of me sending an email to that person saying you're really cool I'd love to work with you and (laughs) then coming I and I it's this proactivity it's not waiting for all of the green lights of life to align at exactly the same time because it's never going to happen you have to go out there and you have to put yourself in situations that are conducive to the sort of career and the life that you're trying to build so if you're if you're seeing an organization or or a person that you would really like to have more to do with contact them and you know be honest about it don't send them a three-page long email don't Let them, you know, don't don't do this thing where you you take them out for coffee uh, because that person can probably afford their own coffee. That's not a great offer. But being upfront with what you would like, whether it's 15 minutes of a phone call to ask if they have any opportunities or to hear more about their company or to work out how you might put yourself in the right place at the right time so that when there is a job, you would be an amazing contender for that job. But just be really clear on what you're wanting um, and then go and ask for it.
0: And I think what you were saying there, uh, would you agree, though, that the most important thing is to have that be authentic? Absolutely. That's it. Uh, because that's it, it's you putting yourself forward um, and honestly uh, t- s- explaining exactly what it is um, that you're yeah. really keen about. Um,
1: and Which company doesn't want to hear that you would absolutely love to work for them? you know, every company wants to hear that there are people who are out there that they don't know that are really excited by what they're doing. You know, it's a massive compliment. So don't be shy.
0: That's it. And I think this all ties back in, as you said, it's about being authentic. It's about being, it's about being honest, but it's about Mm. having that proactivity and um, just showing your excitement, your keenness. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that was what I was going to ask about, you know, your thoughts on being proactive and adaptable, mm-hmm. but I think we've sort of picked up on that, on what you've said, but is there anything else that you wanted to add about that proactiveness and just being adaptable?
1: I think proactivity, as I say, it's the name of the game when it comes to finding opportunities, you need to be proactively looking for ways that you can apply your skills to solve other people's problems, you have to seek out opportunities where you can meet new people and engage them on a really human authentic level that has nothing to do with business cards. Uh, I think if you want to know something you ask if you want to meet someone you introduce yourself. And I think if you're willing to do those things and you can just get ready for all of the unexpected twists and turns that this kind of way of operating brings you, it's um, the entrepreneurial life is full of opportunities. You'll never be bored.
0: No, exactly. And what I'd probably just um, link back to then is that we started off with you talking about what you're doing now and what you're involved in, particularly with your work um, at USQ Mm -hmm. And then when we launched into the next question, which I knew was going to open up a huge amount, which was what's all your previous experience (laughs) is that what are some of the examples of the skills that you've picked up from all of that fantastic experience that you've had already that you are using now in your role so not just with working with students but even Mm -hmm. like in the administration because we all know administration is part of our job as well Mm -hmm.
1: is that Mm -hmm.
0: what are some of the skills that you know that you're using now that you could go yep i picked that up from that previous work i did
1: absolutely so i think everyone needs to have a skill set that is totally totally transferable most of us do for me it's writing um i started off as a writer uh and i have used writing in my entire career, uh, it has it has allowed me to meet so many people and work in contexts that I otherwise probably wouldn't have access to. So writing for me has opened a lot of doors and having something that is really transferable like that, whether it's sales, it would be another mm-hmm. thing. Uh, you know, there's, lo- there's probably lots of examples of people who, or um, these skills that you can just kind of use anywhere. And it will, as I say, it will open doors that, uh, to industries or to people that you might otherwise not have access to in your, you know, your stream. Um, so I'd say writing has been something that I've used forever and probably will use forever. Um, mm-hmm. But then also project management would be another one. Uh, early in my career, I was um I fell into this crazy job um, at Channel 7 uh, because I was available to temp for a week and that turned into a year. And I was a production manager and that role really taught me how to work with lots and lots of moving parts with um, you know with budgets where things are taken very seriously Um, lots of zeros when you're talking about the television industry Um, well at least there was when I worked in television perhaps not anymore Um, but yeah project management and I guess project management like writing I will use that forever Uh, I have used it my entire career so far so I think finding opportunities to get those very transferable, broad skills. Uh, there are invaluable opportunities to seek out,
0: and I think that leads into uh, the last couple of questions that I'll I'll just ask you because again, look, you've packed so much information in, which is fantastic, and I really can feel your excitement around this, that entrepreneurial mindset. Uh, So, you know, if there's a big vibe going on at the moment, uh, Phoebe, but it's fantastic because you're showing exactly what is possible uh, when you're looking at it from that perspective is, if I said, for example, someone who was very technical, very much, and let's use engineering, for example, Mm -hmm. um, where they are more, it's more a very technical focus. And they're not doing a lot in, in the way of doing a lot of creative writing, for example, because that's mm-hmm. not really part of it. They would be doing report writing. If you were looking at um, opportunities for more of an entrepreneurial mindset and you had an engineering student that was asking you, how can I find opportunities with that approach? Mm-hmm. What would be something that you would suggest to them? So I'm only using engineering as an example.
1: hmm so it's a great question and I'm going to answer it in a fairly roundabout way. So bear no, that's with me OK. For Go for it. So at, at an, a networking event or when I'm talking to somebody that I might be able to lead to, you know, point in the right direction in terms of opportunities, I want to hear about the law student who started in a theater course or a student who studies engineering and works part time at a photography studio. These are interesting and memorable things. So what I would say is have a really, really deep, good think about what is interesting about you. If you can't think of anything, you're being too modest, go and talk to the people who love you. They'll they'll definitely want to tell you how awesome you are. Um, and if you are still coming up short, then it's time to really take stock and think about how can you intentionally design a life and career that is really interesting. Because the most competitive jobs are the ones that most people are qualified to do. So there are many accountants who would fill the criteria of working for a small business accounting firm but what is unique about you if you managed a cafe for the five years that you were studying why not leverage that unique knowledge to find a role managing the accounts of a hospitality group you can you you know because then you'll know the specific ins and outs of how that industry works so that's an opportunity that is now open to many less people much you know there's it's a much smaller group of people who would be applying for that role So try to be operating in that space where there are fewer people. Find ways to use your skill sets in interesting, you know, new industries, belong to communities, just to, you know, bang on that drum. Don't be afraid to sort of blend up your life in a way that's unique to you and and fills you with excitement um, because that transfers into jobs. So if if you're thinking of yourself as just an engineer and you just need an engineering job, I would encourage you to really step back really think about what makes you interesting and unique. And if you really can't think of anything, go and find ways, go and, go and do things that, that add to your experience. Uh, and don't forget that just because it's your experience doesn't mean that everybody else in the world has had it. So there's lots about you that is interesting uh, that may not actually be interesting to you.
0: And I think that it, honestly, that wasn't roundabout because what you were just saying there, it is about highlighting your uniqueness so that you stand out from the crowd. Mm-hmm. And it was great what you were just saying there. And I will admit I used engineering because that is A lot of engineering students do ask us that within the Creators and Employability Mm -hmm. team about how to stand out from the crowd because they're Mm -hmm. going for roles that they know a lot of others are going to be going for across Australia. It's not just local. Mm -hmm. And I'd probably just add in there what you said there is that we do get a lot of engineering students who have worked or even grew up on farms Mm -hmm. and then they've connected in that agriculture to their engineering and it could even be as drone operators. Absolutely. Um, That's happened. So Thank you for that because I just know that you do talk to students all the time and you're looking for those special background juicy mm-hmm. bits about you have, be, you, know,
1: <laughs> you have to be good at telling your own story, right? Yes, and and most is. of us are not. We're good at telling other people's stories. And you know, we would we would say amazing things about our friends and then make us sound like there is literally nothing interesting. You don't want about to talk us. about
0: yourself. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: and I think you know you can talk about yourself in an interesting way that's not an arrogant way. Uh so I think Learning how to tell your story so you have a good answer when somebody says, what do you do? Uh, That goes a long way in just having an interesting and memorable story where you've connected the dots in your life in in an interesting, unique way.
0: I love it. It's all about understanding your own narrative and um, no, perfect. And I would really say then, because you've already given me at least three uh, statements that could be used as an ending for this um, episode. (laughs) But if I could just get your final words and advice is that what you would say to someone who has a career planned, well, they think they have, but they're not sure about where to start in building opportunities. And as you said It's not about always having a plan that's, you know, long term, but what would you say as your advice to someone who was saying, well, what what, what do I do? Where do I
1: start? I would say, stop thinking, just get started momentum builds momentum you know it's that sort of snowball theory right Mm -hmm. you just have to start moving um i would say have a deep think about how you're going to blend your skill sets and interests and knowledge in a way that's unique to you Um, life is just so full of opportunities you can't plan for them so what you can do is do the groundwork so that when you're in the right place at the right time you're ready to jump on those opportunities as they come along
0: perfect thank you so much Phoebe this has been a very information-packed episode of the podcast and it's been amazing so I would just like to provide a huge thank you to our entrepreneurship extraordinaire Phoebe Tully for joining us on this episode of career insights and generously sharing her insights
1: thank you Jennifer
0: it was a pleasure Phoebe And if you missed part of today's show or want to catch up on a previous episode, check out the podcast. Career Insights is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland Careers and Employability Team and is produced by USQ Creative Arts student Byron Quayle.
1: At the University of Southern Queensland, we love open days and we know you will too. Explore your future stomping ground. Chat to USQ's team of lecturers, discover your options with a free career session or get the lowdown from our students. Visit Open Days this August at USQ's Toowoomba, Springfield or Ipswich campuses or tune in to Virtual Open Day. Register and attend for your chance to win one of four $1,000 gift cards at usq.edu.au slash openday.